0: Lake Life State of Mind presents the Tiff and Zach Collection, where this mother-son duo dives into the the behind-the-scenes of Lake Life.
1: Embrace the craziness. Hi, I'm Tiffany, the lifestyle blogger behind the blog Lake Life State of Mind.
0: Yo, 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 what up, it's Zach.
1: And welcome to our new episode, episode three, all about the pros and cons of being an only child.
0: So, if you guys did not know, me and my mom are both only children. I think we both equally love the experience, everything about it. But for people that aren't only children, people with siblings that are always telling us, Oh, man, I wish I was an only child. You're so lucky. I want to be like you. Well, I mean, everyone wants to be like me. But (laughs) let's be honest.
1: (laughs) That is an only child uh, character trait.
0: Yeah, so today we're just going to tell you guys the pros and cons of being an only child.
1: Yeah, so for me, being an only child, like Zach was just mentioning, definitely a positive experience. Um, Prior to doing any of our episodes, he and I sit down and really discuss and kind of think out what we want to say. And it was actually kind of hard to come up with the cons of being an only child because, I mean, speaking for myself... I love it so much. And I guess now that I've kind of talked with Zach a little bit about it, I feel like he feels the same way as I do. And just want to clarify, though, um, I am an only child from my mom. So I grew up as an only child in my house but I do have other siblings from my dad. So I have two older brothers and then I have a younger sister. So I have siblings, but I've never been in a house where I've had, you know, shared a bedroom or anything like that at all. So I consider myself an only child, but if I ever do refer to that, I have brothers or a sister. So you're not confused. I kind of just wanted to clarify that
0: yeah and i'm an only child well at least i hope i'm an only child as far as my uh, 17 years of existence i have been an only child yeah so the first pro that we're going to talk about is the attention that you get when you're an only child and this is probably the most thing that everybody recognizes when they say oh my god you're the only child you must get all the attention in the world
1: Definitely. So you do get all of the attention in the world because you're the only one there. So I know that I definitely got all the attention growing up as an only child. We lived um, with my grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins. We always had a full house and being really the only child for a good 10 years, one of my... um, My aunt had a daughter, my cousin Chelsea, who's 10 years younger than me. But before that, um, I really was like the only child in the whole family. So everybody wanted to be next to me and give me all of the attention. And I just ate it up and I loved it because I had all these people who just wanted to be near me all the time.
0: Yeah, it was the same thing for me. Uh, I was the only child, the only grandchild in the family. Well, I still am the only grandchild. But um, the only kid in the family until I was about, what would you say, in 12, maybe? 11. Yeah. The same Chelsea, the one that came in and took over my mom's spot, she had a little daughter, Lexi. We love her. And then Emily, who was her other little daughter, like, what was it? They're two years apart? Yeah. So two years later, it had Emily. So now I'm not the only child. But I'm, I'm growing up anyway. I'm old news. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> old news.
0: I'm old news.
1: So definitely we both kind of, where I guess our births fell within even our family, not only were we only children to our parents, but then we were kind of the only little babies in the whole family at the time. So it was like double attention. Um, So yeah, we're definitely attention seekers, which might be why we're so outgoing. (laughs) And everything is about us because we're used to just getting all the attention and telling everybody everything amazing about us, right?
0: Yeah, I I think I've always loved telling stories. And I, I always have this thing where I can make up like a story on the fly. Like if it's just a lie or like a whole elaborate story. I mean, I make up characters, funny stories. So when I was little, I would, I don't know how old I was, but my grandpa used to watch me all the time, Pa, if he's listening to this. And I wanted to play football so bad, but I wasn't allowed to. But I wanted to to play. Uh, my grandpa to teach me how to play football. So I went. I went up to him. I said, "Pa, you won't believe it. I'm playing football for so and so team. I made up a name." I said. He said, "Oh, wow, Zach, that's awesome. When are your games? Let me. I want to go and see you." So I said, "Okay, hold on. I'll be right back." I went to the other room. I pretended to look at a schedule, told him fake dates and everything, and I ran with this story until a few weeks ago when I finally told everybody the truth. I, I just came up and I said oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But so I guess being like the only child definitely gave me that attention to be able to tell a story and to like have everybody rally around me and just totally BS everybody.
1: Yeah, I think it's just like when you get the attention, so then you kind of want to entertain everybody too, so you get that little entertaining, which is interesting. This is like therapy, by the way, because I love to entertain. So I wonder if that's part of it too. Very interesting. Well, you love
0: having everybody over and stuff,
1: right? So very interesting. But yes, pro number one is when you are an when you are an only child. Yes, it is true. When people say you must get all the attention, yes, you get all of the attention.
0: And then you take all the attention when the attention is not on you. (laughs) And when the attention is on somebody else, you get uber, uber jealous. So maybe it's a pro for us, but a con for everybody else in the family. (laughs) But I'm fine with being a pro with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I like it.
0: All right. So the first con is the pressure. When you're the only child, especially like with your parents the spotlight's on you there's no other brother or sibling to call back and say oh it was them or i gotta you get a bad grade on a paper or something and you said oh well my brother got a a c on it and i got a b so i'm better no when you're the only child it's it definitely feels like you can't mess up and that's not a bad thing your parents just expect so much from you because we're so amazing i don't know if you had the same experience as me
1: (laughs) i don't know that's hilarious though (laughs) but I don't so oddly I feel like because we've talked about this and I think the first episode that we did about how I kind of suffer from perfectionism not kind of I really do it's like a big thing for me and so I don't know it could very well be because of the fact that like the pressure is on but I don't necessarily feel like anybody put that pressure on me I feel like I put it more on myself but I definitely did Maybe because you get all the attention, you want everybody to be like, Oh, wow, look what she did, mm-hmm. look what I did. So when you do something wrong, you feel it like tenfold so definitely there's a lot of pressure or i felt pressure but i i feel like i was the one who put that pressure on myself because maybe i was the only one and so i was like if i mess up it's gonna be a really big deal yeah. So i don't want to mess up let's be good so yes definitely pressure but i would say i put the most pressure on myself
0: yeah pressure to do good but also just like pressure as far as there's nobody that you can put the blame on
1: okay I got gotcha. you yeah
0: like I'm saying like do the dog ripped up the pillows because gotcha. you didn't lock them up in the cage and you can't say oh that was supposed to be Timmy's job not mine
1: okay yeah now so in that case definitely there was no one to blame anything on and I would totally wrap myself out by the way with all that kind of stuff just so you know I one t- this This really happened. I don't know if you remember. I feel like this might have been the same episode that I just referred to the whole Santa Claus story.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the first episode.
1: That was the first episode. If you haven't heard the first episode, it was about 10 um, things to get to know Zach and I a little bit better. I suggest going back there because it was definitely fun and you get to know a little bit more about us. But, um, so this is actually my Santa Claus or my Christmas story. So when I was younger, um, my mom and grandparents, um, they had wrapped gifts ahead of time and they would already put them underneath the tree. And so they were addressed to me or labeled to me. And while my mom was gone shopping, I'm not exactly sure, but we'll just say she was out shopping. I opened up present I took the tape I opened it up looked what was inside of it and then put it back under the tree and basically when she came home I ratted myself out that I did it and she was understanding to an extent of course she yelled at me and said don't do it again and what do you think I did again when she left I did it again and she went (laughs) over to the present and when she came home to look and it obviously looked open so she went into the bedroom where she had hid all the other gifts that weren't wrapped yet and put them all in the middle of the room so maybe that's where I got that from when I did that to you and made me open everything had me undo all the wrapping paper for the presents that I had done because I already knew what those were too and on Christmas morning I watched everybody open their gifts and I had nothing to open up (laughs) So I learned that lesson really, really badly. But uh, yes, so sad story for me, but definitely I would, I never did that again.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now that we're a little off track, we just love talking about ourselves and saying stories. That's another only child trait. We just, again, the attention, the attention's on us, and we love telling these stories. But it connected. It I'm did. It was sure. a, it was a great connection. I was really, I was really enthralled with her story, and though, I if you could see us, if this was a video, I was totally in it, in her eyes, just watching. It was great. But anyway, so the the next pro of being an only child, obviously you can tell that we love being only children. Yes. that everything's a pro to us, but the another pro is that there's no competition. there's not there's nothing that's like you and your siblings are always fighting about who's better. there's no oh mom and dad love me more or there's absolutely no competition for anybody. Um, yeah, go ahead.
1: And another thing competition, not necessarily competition, but like, if you want to go to a certain restaurant and your sister or your brother want to go somewhere else, there's like none of that either. So, I mean, obviously the parents have the say, but you definitely have more input into those types of things than you would if there was like a family of four yeah. kids. So, you know, sometimes Patrick and I, for example, will just be like, we don't know what we want to eat. Zach, what do you want? And if he says he wants chilies, then we go to Chili's cause that's what he wanted and we didn't have any idea and we get to do what he wants.
0: Wants. And 99% of the time I say Chinese food, by the way.
1: Yes, he does. He loves Chinese food. But um, So no competition with that. But yes, you're right. I mean, you don't have to argue with a sibling about anything. Um, it's nice. I feel yeah. like that part is nice. For me, anyway. Because I have, of course, friends and um, who have multiple children. And I have friends who are uh, like a family a sister or brother or whatever and you know it's i'm like oh man that must really stink to have to deal with all that which i didn't have to deal with so
0: yeah and then going back to what you said about there being more say i feel like once i've gotten older and being an only child i've been treated more like a peer kind of not like a peer obviously your parents saw the final say but you have like a lot more input and stuff like like renovations into the house for example i was part of the conversation like with the pool like the design we're designing the pool i was part of that so i think that's pretty cool too and also like, not only having like a great um like a great relationship with your parents being an only child, like with your grandparents too. Like there's you're not comp- competing to be like who's the favorite grandchild either. So it's definitely you're not there's no what am I talking about again? Oh competition. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. I'm not gonna edit it out. I'm still gonna keep going because we're so off track on this. But whatever. You guys enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, so competition. There's, no competition. there's no competition. There's no fights over board games or he cheated, she cheated. It's it's really easy with no, no competition.
1: And you're the favorite for everybody because there's nobody else to compete with. Exactly. At all. So you're just the favorite. It's a given. You That's don't it. even have to ask the question, who do you like more? We already know because you're the only one.
0: Unless they say anybody else. <laughs> oh. If somebody else pops out, I'd like them more automatically.
1: oh That's sad. All right. So that was our second pro. You don't have to um, have any competition with anybody else. Our second con is
0: that you grow up with no siblings. And I know all the people with siblings, they always say, oh, my God, you're so lucky. I hate my brother or sister. But honestly, that's the only upside about having siblings is having like a best friend for life. I mean, it's it's one thing to have, like, cousins or whatever, and they're close, but not as close as your brothers There's no or your sisters. There's nobody like that that you can just go to in a tough time like a brother and sister. And definitely growing up, like, even, like, in quarantine without, like, a brother or sister, I know y- you guys are probably ready to kill yourselves, but uh, kill each other, not yourselves, each other. Yes. Uh, it's kind of boring, like, just being by yourself, at least when you're a sibling, especially if you're similar in age. You could do a lot of the same things when you have a lot of the same in common. So you always have somebody to do something with. You always have somebody to talk to when they're when you need it. And having an only child you don't have that. I mean, I grew up with a dog and I would always say that's my sister, but it's it was not the same at all.
1: Yeah. And so I guess my situation growing up was a little bit different because we lived in a house with so many people. So I never really felt bored or felt like I missed having a sibling. But I will say being a mom of an only child all of the things that you're saying zach Mm -hmm. like it's hard on the parent too because we are the play date we are you know the friend and when your child doesn't have anything to do like yeah he can entertain himself to an extent and you've done great at that but i would be the one that would play with you so you know that it i think is a little bit harder on the parent too Mm -hmm. because you are the sibling, the mom, the you everything. Yeah. So, um definitely that, you know, is a con I would say um to being an only child, for sure.
0: And have you noticed like have you like since now you like found your brothers like after so much time like 20 something years you found your brothers. Is that like a big difference to you like now being able to have that brother to talk to or uh, the person to have fun with?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and then it is kind of sad when you think about it that you don't really like You didn't get to know them when they were younger, have that relationship. But it is, I definitely think it's nice to have someone who grew up in your house, who knows like the ins and outs of your family, somebody to kind of, you know, I don't know, just have your back, I guess. Not that the rest of your family doesn't, but it would be cool to have siblings. I could see the positives in that and the negative for us only child.
0: Yeah, when I was little, I used to want a sibling so bad. And I used to, when people asked if I had brothers or sisters, I used to just tell them that my cousins were my brothers and sisters. I used to say that my cousin Chelsea was my sister, and that my brother was Tyler. And whenever they would come over or something, they would ask where they were, and I would say, oh, they're not home or whatever, or <laughs> they moved out. Or I we And till this day, see me and my cousin Chelsea, we call each other, she calls me her little brother, and I call her my sister. Because we do have a really close relationship. And, I mean, we're similar in age, but like not like, not like, brother and sister, but, I mean, I guess, if you're only, like, the oldest child, and there's, like, a big age difference, is it the same for you guys? Do you guys feel like you didn't have anybody, like, because I know you grew up with as the only child, so uh, that might be different for you guys.
1: Yeah, well, I can say just from talking to daddy, because, so... Patrick um, was an only child until he was eight and then a sister was born and then he has two brothers that are even younger I mean they're in their early 20s so there's a big difference so he was an only child for eight years and then his sister came along and that ruined his entire world for him <laughs> and he hates that I mean you know I don't want to say like he doesn't hate his siblings but yeah. he hated the fact that he wasn't the only one anymore so I do wonder if that, too much of an age gap. Yeah. Had- might be it's always this kind of stuff literally just is so interesting yeah. to me because of the fact that I grew up as an only mm-hmm. child it's so foreign to even think of having somebody, somebody. Like so you're like I wonder what that relationship would actually be like so. yeah how
0: different your life would be for sure right so the last uh pro for us is not having to share anything. I know it's probably more for sisters than for brothers, but I know, like from people that I know that have sisters, they, I mean, even if you're a boy, they're always taking your clothes, coming in your room, taking this or that, or like a, you're like a boy, your hoodies or something, or like your toys growing up, having to share your toys, none of that. <laughs> I had all my toys to myself, and it was the best thing in the world. And still all my stuff. I don't like when other people touch my stuff, honestly, because I'm nervous. So I take good care of my stuff. So I don't want other people to touch my uh, my stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no sharing. You don't get any hand-me-downs unless it's like, you know, a f- I feel like maybe I got some stuff from like my mom's friends who had kids that were older mm-hmm. or I think maybe... Um, Grandpa Randy, one of his sets, um, his sisters, like his nieces mm. gave me clothes every once in a while, which I thought was cool cause they were older than me yeah. and I wanted their stuff. But you know, anything that you got was yours. You wore it the first time you played with it the first time and the second and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, there was no sharing. Everything was yours. So I don't know. <laughs> it sounds we really... We sound very spoiled. <laughs> right, exactly. So you, it sounds like you're spoiled when you say it out loud. Yeah. But that's just the reality of it. You don't have to share anything. So, yeah. I think that's definitely a positive for an only child. But I, again, could see how that might come across. Not very nice for people, for other people looking in
0: yeah we're very sorry about that um a funny random story because i'm talking about sharing stuff Uh, when i was little in preschool i I brought some of my toys to the school to play with it was like bring i don't know if it was like show and tell or whatever or i just brought them and uh somebody took my toys and they pretended that they were theirs and was telling everybody that they were theirs and I was like, "No, it's not. I have a marking right there on the bottom of the foot. You can see it." And the kid said, "No, they're mine now." So I, I feel bad now, but I literally bit this kid, <laughs> oh, like to the point where there was like teeth marks. Oh, and um, and I felt—I mean, I didn't feel bad because it took my toys. But <laughs> oh god, that was me. I guess growing up as an only child has proved that I do not like to share anything at all.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting too, though, how you said like you don't like now as an adult, Mm -hmm. like you don't like sharing things and you keep your things a certain way and you want your things a certain way. I think it's like when you don't have to share and everything is like your space, you come up with your own systems and the way you want things organized and set up. And yeah, it's really, really interesting how... It just molds you as a person, like from a little, a little little baby to now. So really cool.
0: Yeah, and I think that also helps too because I think I have a little bit of OCD. No, it's okay. My mom just cracked her knuckles in the background. So if you heard a little pop, that's what it was. <laughs> um, but I, I'm definitely a little OCD. And I get that from my dad and my mom. They're both organizers. My mom is very organized as far as like put putting stuff in like in a certain thing that's labeled. My dad's way of doing things is like me. Which is, it's organized in our own way, and nobody else coming in has any idea what it is. But, so, I guess, I was what I was going to say was, that has helped me, like, not having to share, have OCD, even from when I was, like, little. Um, There's a funny story that my grandma likes to tell. She was watching me, and my grandpa Randy was over, and I, not grandpa Randy, Uncle Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Uncle Jeffrey. And I was sitting at my little table, eating popcorn, watching the movie, and they would move the popcorn away from me, and without even moving from the TV... I would just put it right back in front of me the way I had it every single time. They did it to me multiple times and I would just put it right back to way I, the way I had it. I have always been like that with my stuff. And I guess if I had a sibling, I wonder if that would be any different because they would be just coming in, messing my stuff up. If That would be like a little less of a problem for me. Like now, like not having it my way with like my organization. Yeah. Which also sounds very spoiled. <laughs> spoiled rotten. Yeah. yeah.
1: As a as a teacher, too, I know, like, we've always said, oh, we can tell that kid's an only child, you know? And I don't know. I guess I never really saw that trait in myself or in Zach. But now that we're talking about it, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This is
0: definitely uncensored. And we're definitely... Uh... You can tell that we're sound a little spoiled and we're sorry. We're not. It's just the way we talk when we're only children. So the last con that I will say is that you're always with adults. And this is kind of a pro and kind of a con, whichever way you look at it. But I've definitely realized this in myself, that I matured way quicker than all the other kids my age. So with that being said, when the other kids would like joking around and stuff, I was like, this isn't funny. It's, And then my humor would be like, they're like, This isn't funny because I was so much more mature than them. But with that being said, I get along with adults really well and I can insert myself into adult things and be like, like one of them. So I guess that's a pro, but like growing up fast. You definitely grow up very fast. Did you notice that with yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I was always around adults. And Mm -hmm. same exact thing. I remember going um, this one time that sticks out in my head. I don't know why, but going to visit Gramps and Lolly up in New York. um, I would go visit my dad. He still lives in New York. My parents were divorced when I was really young. So I would go visit him on the summers and spring breaks and all that kind of stuff. So... Anyway, I was over at um, my Uncle Fred's house, and he had two kids, and I was sitting at the table with the adults instead of going with the cousins. And I remember Lolly had said to me, why are you listening to adult conversations? You know that's not nice. And I was like, I was so, of course, I didn't want to disappoint someone. So I felt horrible. But I'm like, wait a minute, that's all that I do at home. So I didn't know any different. And they wanted me to play with the kids, which I did. But it sometimes was always awkward because I was older to begin with than Mm -hmm. those cousins. And then, like you said, you're even older, like more mature anyway. So there was like a big difference for sure.
0: Yeah, it's, it's easy for me now because, I mean, I'm almost a senior in high school, so now I am basically am an adult, so being with the adults isn't a big deal, but like when I was in middle school, it was a very awkward time because I was like, I'm not old enough to really be with the adults and to be in the conversations, but I'm way too old to be with the kids and to play with the kids, especially at like different parties and stuff, so I would just kind of sit there awkwardly in the corner, and I mean, that's also becoming handy if you had a sibling that was the same way with you, but... I don't know. I, I think that's definitely it's a it's a pro and a con. I don't think it's fully a a con, and I don't think it's fully a pro. All
1: right, so our last one is a pro slash con. You think then, instead of just a strictly a con? I
0: think so. We're leaving it a little bit nicer at the end than we did last episode. Speaking of our previous episodes, we might as well kind of plug ourselves a little bit. So our first episode was Ten Things About Us that you guys want to know. Guess you it really sets up the whole series. You get a lot more background information on us. We tell a little a few fun, funny stories. And then episode two, do you want to explain that to him?
1: Episode two is all about lake life. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I run a lifestyle blog called Lake Life State of Mind. And we live on a lake in central Florida. And basically everything that I write about, not everything, mostly. But, but mostly everything can relate back to the lake in some way, shape or form. I might not have everything in there at some point talks about the lake because this is our life. So we gave what um, the pros and the cons of living on a lake are because I know that a lot of times, I think it's just human nature that people look at things that they don't have, being an only child and wishing they had siblings, having siblings and wishing they were an only child, living on a lake and being by the water, but living in a complex, like in a neighborhood. Everybody looks at something and they think, wow, like that would be so amazing to have. And I feel like what we have been trying to do in these last couple of episodes is just be unfiltered with you guys to the point that you understand that, yeah, things might look really nice. But there's always a bad side and and it doesn't have to be like a massive, like horrible thing, but not everything is like roses and, and butterflies as much as I wish it was. It's not. And so we're just trying to kind of take what we put on the blog and give you the real, real behind the scenes what it's like because we don't ever want to portray that we have this elitist type thing because it definitely it's it's not at all and if anything I want you guys to know that about us that we do our best like everybody else in this world to do the right things and to work hard and all of that stuff but there's negatives and that's life and what you do with the negatives i think kind of sets people apart and we try to be positive and we share positive things and share happiness on instagram but life isn't always that way so this is where you really get to hear you know what the negatives might be to what you guys see on a blog post or on an instagram post
0: yeah, it's really crazy. It's Life is all about perspective. And like I can definitely see from like an insider looking in how you would get a certain perspective about something else. And that's what I love about this show and just life in general, being able to look at both perspectives and understand somebody else and then be able to say, this is good, this is good. It doesn't matter. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this episode, we just talked about being an only child and what's good about it and what's bad about it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys are interested in hearing more about us, you can go on Instagram at Lake Life State of Mind and our actual website, LakeLifeStateOfMind.com. Um, that's all we have for today, so thank you guys for listening.